Warning, the boys have little experience in research and no experience in comedy. While we hope you learned something from today's episode, the cases presented are not meant to be the full story. Sources are included in the episode description because God knows the boys did a terrible job of explaining it. Welcome to Boys on the Case. It's your boy Deputy Karaoke. That, there's no way that was sonically pleasant. Oh, uh, it's a solid bar on my screen, John. Yeah, that's great. I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna edit it later. It's fine. Good. <laughs> this is Sheriff John. How are you doing, Sheriff John? I'm fine. Why? I don't. I don't know why. When he said that, it just kind of freaked me out. I. <laughs> Oh, I'm no. okay. I'm oh, okay. Okay. I'm hungry for the ocean, Jeremy. Uh oh, not again. I I feel like we should just make this a nautical podcast. I mean, we're halfway there already. We've done it a lot. Yeah. And I'm doing it again they, today. The, the fans want it. We gotta give it to yeah. them. Yeah. I mean, do they want it? <laughs> I <laughs> I didn't do a survey or anything. It's just the emails. Yeah, I know. I just, I don't know. Oh, man. I don't know. I did. This is, the ocean questions always feel unenthusiastic. Well, I'm just glad that you have it and not me this time. Usually, this is this the first time I've done a a water one? It might be, actually, because you've done I usually several. Take those. You've yeah. done cool sharks, octopus v. shark, the dolphin thing. Dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. What else? Is that it? I think that's it. That's not know. terrible. It's not terrible, it's but they were like back to back. They think. were pretty close yeah. together, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, fuck. I guess we got to do the show now, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, this is Boys on the Case, an investigative comedy podcast where you, the listeners, send in a question and we, the boys, try to answer them to the best of our ability. Um, this week we don't have a third because you know it's not our fault. Just like last week. I feel like at this point it's going to sound like we're having beef with people. We're not. We're not. We're just, people are busy. People are busy. They're doing big things. They got big boy jobs and we have a podcast. (laughs) When you say it like that, it does feel a little sad. Yeah. Well, all the other people are um, busy with jobs their life yeah um but here we would i don't know if you notice we make it almost every week so <laughs> great 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 <laughs> oh i i think we should start plugging this at the beginning of the episode um if you have a question send it in to boys on the case at gmail.com and it might show up on the podcast so that way we can answer your question yeah. maybe because they don't stick around to the very end to hear that percentage wise I, I think it's fair to say some of them are probably jumped ship um <laughs> Percentage-wise, if you send us in a water one, it's more likely than not this to get true. on the show. This is true. When compared to other <laughs> questions. Yeah. Again, that's boysonthecase at gmail.com. Yeah. And if you could find a topic that's inherently funny and just like save us a lot of trouble. <laughs> Don't come at us with like the, why am I sad? Or why did my girlfriend leave me? We're not going to answer that's those. A bu- yeah, man. <laughs> We're not going to answer. Also, I think you know why she left. If you have to ask us. If you have to ask us, you know why she's you gone. You know exactly why she left. And, you know, that's fine. You'll find more or something. More podcasts. Maybe you, maybe you want a boyfriend instead. I mean, it is Pride Month. It is Pride Month. Happy Pride. Yeah. It's kind of homophobic not to. Right. During Pride Month. Yeah. You know? If you're not gay, then you're... If you're not doing something a little gay. <laughs> Just be a little gay this month. Just a little. You know, yeah. Give it a go. The White House turned rainbow. If they can do it, <laughs> you can do <laughs> it. <laughs> Did it? 
Yeah, they put the lights out on like on the lawn, you know. Hey, good for them. Good for the White House. Good for the White House. <laughs> um, Took long enough. <laughs> I mean, I'm not really sure that's my problems historically <laughs> at the White House. Um, <laughs> wasn't really. It's not really the the outside color. That's, no, that's no, been no. the source of a lot of issues. You know what I mean? You yeah. know what I mean? It's the color that's on the inside that matters. Our John. inside color. Our inside race. Yeah. <laughs> um, should I start? Yeah, go ahead, John. Okay, here's yeah. my question. It's very short. It says, and this is in all caps, Ocean Madness. Oh, my God. Is that it? It's from Sailor Sam. <laughs> Sailor Sam? Yeah. <laughs> Did he write that from a boat? <laughs> I don't I don't know. He didn't I, have time. <laughs> <laughs> That's just all it says. It kind of gave me the reins to do, I guess, with what I wanted. <laughs> all right, Sam. Uh, so I, my yeah. first thing that I, I looked into was, is does it exist? Uh-huh. Because while I see it a lot in, like, media, that makes me think that it doesn't. Huh. Okay, yeah, I can follow that line of thought. I'm yeah, glad yeah, you yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, the idea is losing your mind due to prolonged time spent at sea. Mm-hmm. Um, it does. If you just Google ocean madness, there's not like a definition. There's like some like throwaway Urban Dictionary one. Yeah, yeah. But it basically just says you go nuts in the ocean. The ocean make you crazy. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. that's kind of the extent of it. It's. I'm defining it as like a broad spectrum of mental issues ah. that stem from being on the ocean. Okay, okay it's not okay. a very hospitable place. Right? Does it super love us being there? Cool. Uh, there's like water. A lot of it. That's I heard. mostly it. That's okay. kind of the the extent of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can't drink it. Why not? It will will get there, <laughs> but you shouldn't. Just PSA. Okay. Don't drink the salt water. Boo, boo. Even though I d- I do do that sometimes at beaches if I'm not quite sure if it is. I, I well I guess I only really did it that one okay, time. Okay, so one time I went swimming um in a river, and it was near a dam, and I remember somebody mentioning to me before, hey, don't drink the water there; it's dirty because you know like animals and shit. But I accidentally swallowed a little bit of that water, and I was like, oh, my God, this is the best-tasting water I've ever had in my entire life. Do you ever wonder what the fuck old humans did? No. I can't think of a single body of fresh water I've ever seen that didn't have a sign that said, do not fucking drink this. (laughs) And I know stuff has changed, both in the world and in our bodies. Uh Uh-huh. But, like, was there just a weird hit rate back then? I guess. Where it was like, this is critical. We can't drink from the river on Wednesdays. Well, we have to drink from the river (laughs) because that's the only source of water we have. Now, I mean, do some stuff. Okay. But we think that's because we're chalking that up to the god that lives in the river. (laughs) (laughs) So it's temperamental. (laughs) It picks and chooses. Yeah. I did find that it shows up, the term ocean madness shows up frequently in media, in in particular American animation. It comes up like frequently. I'm imagining like an air mattress floating out to sea with somebody on it and they wake up in a daze. Okay. That's weird. But. (laughs) (laughs) See, in improv, we call that blocking. It's where you cut off someone. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, it's bad. No, I'm doing it to you. Oh, damn. And you're not supposed to. Oh, so I was doing improv? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what were you blocking? I, I didn't want us to keep going following that. 
Understandable. Continue. It was, pre- it was a preemptive strike. <laughs> oh, damn, son. I learned it from my hero, George W. Bush. So <laughs> it showed up in – this is kind of wild. It showed up in – I know I ask this a lot. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But is that like is that a reference people will get? I I, I hope so. <laughs> I keep referencing like old presidents and like OJ and I'm never yeah. sure if like people pick that up. No things. Well no, just like is this is, is it in the zeitgeist that people get OJ jokes? Uh, I really hope so. I, I would mean, think they that do. That was a really like mo- that was a big moment. Yeah. Oh no, man. We have intelligent listeners. Okay. Um <laughs> It's not a dig on anyways. So it showed up in The Simpsons, Futurama, Jimmy Neutron, The Marvelous Misadventures oh. of Flapjack, and The Little Mermaid. Yes. Are all things that have referenced it Hell amongst yeah. other stuff. It's kind of all over the joint. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems like it comes from just like the conditions of sailing and being a sailor or a okay. seafarer. It can be very taxing. Um, you're living in confined living space for months. Your distance from friends and loved ones. There are harsh, unpredictable conditions, and there's a lot of disorientation that comes with just like the rocking of the ship. Okay. You don't even once you get accustomed to it, it probably is doing something to you. Because yeah, yeah, we're yeah. meant for pretty flat, consistent, static land. ground. Static is the word. Yeah. Yes, uh, it's not supposed to move much. Right. And uh, when you're on the water, it just kind of does its own damn thing. Pretty inhospitable, it's, if you ask it's me. It's improv. Well, you know, Jeremy, that's maybe the closest comparison you've made to it. Hell yeah. It's not quite improv. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, the ocean just does it with itself. It needs, like... Oh, it other... needs a way to bounce off of. Yes. Oh, yes. damn. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, there's a lot of factors that could lead to poor mental health. Okay. They make a lot of sense when you look back at it in retrospect. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I found a lot was drinking too much seawater. Oh. Is that people would sometimes in desperation drink the seawater. You're not supposed to do it. Uh, so then I had to look up what happens if you do drink the seawater. I did find a great discussion about it on the Bungie.net forum. Uh, Time out. Yes. Okay, for those of you who don't know, Bungie.net. Bungie, Bungie.net is a website for the game developer that's known for the Halo and Destiny franchises. And you found this information here. Why? Well, I found a post. I just looked it up. Okay. I, I just Googled something along the lines of, yo, can I drink the seawater? <laughs> and I found a person who wanted to know if it could make you hallucinate. Or no, no. Sorry, I misread my notes. If it makes you hallucinate, does it have some sort of value to it akin to like LSD or mushrooms? They're trying to get high off of seawater. Yeah, basically. And they went to a Bungie.net forum to find it. Yeah, out. and they got basically what I expected. The first response from a now-deleted user said... <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. I, I wonder why. Yeah. Their response was, your mama makes me hallucinate. It makes you think I'm looking at a bear. Oh, no, I didn't. Okay. Okay. That is... That's Bungie.net. That's... A, yeah, that's... <laughs> It's just enough uh, early 2000s Xbox Live. <laughs> it, well, it's just like it's like a drive-by half-hearted diss. Like this dude saw this question, and instead of saying what most of us would probably think, which is, what? um, uh, why are you asking that? Here? What the fuck? Yeah, go to Yahoo question. <laughs> yes, yeah. R.I.P. Forever in our hearts. Like, 
<laughs> why did she go to here and ask? And this is this doesn't come off as like someone fucking with people. Right, right. This is like genuinely. <laughs> and then this other person saw it and was like, you know what? Fuck that guy. I'm just gonna hit him with this. <laughs> Yo, mama. Yeah. What's even better about it is that from looking at the other comments, this is apparently a reference to a show. Oh. Which means that they didn't even come up with this. They just knew it. Copy paste. Yeah, it. and they were like, that's applicable. Hell yeah. Those are the best moments. Yeah, and then the conversation just turned towards the show. <laughs> and no one really circled back around to this. To my man over here who was asking the real questions. Where are the answers? So it turns out the answers are with the U.S. Department of Commerce's Natural Ocean Services. All right. They, a source. They weighed in on it. So they talked. <laughs> on Budgie.net. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, the U.S. Department of Commerce, big FPS heads. <laughs> they love looter shooters too. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you've seen some of their 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 Twitch streams. <laughs> some of their Twitch streams and some of their um, remarks they make at press conferences, okay. particularly relating to the state of Destiny Two, <laughs> Bungie's flagship title. <laughs> They're concerned about some balance and some nerfs and yeah, yeah, you know yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Some patch updates. Um, generally, fan of the music. Okay, so that's okay. great. That's yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> So they so it comes down to like your kidneys. Mm-hmm. So I got this from their website. It says human kidneys can only make urine that is less salty than salt water. Therefore, to get rid of all the all the excess salt taken in by drinking salt water, you have to urinate more water than you drink. So your body intakes it. Okay. And it's like, oh fuck me, look at all the salt. Yeah. And it tries to expel it, but your bladder can't make salty piss. Okay. And so it keeps the salt. But ah. it keeps trying to get it out via the water, mm. so you just piss yourself to death. Oh shit! It's like d- this is dysentery's funny nautical cousin. <laughs> That's awful. It sucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but can you imagine? Yeah, <laughs> I I have a hilariously small bladder. <laughs> so you would last at sea. I, I would last maybe five minutes. Okay, sure, yeah, five minutes, Jeremy. That's how long you'd make it on the It'd water. It'd be a, a constant cycle. It's called circle pissing. You do know... Uh, God. <laughs> no, no, go on. Describe circle pissing. All right, so you know circle breathing? No. Uh, okay, so circle breathing is when you can breathe in and out at the same time. Okay. I can do it. <laughs> That's uh, a great skill. It's When you're a musician, yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, circle pissing is when you can drink and pee simultaneously and continuously without interruption i am not going to admit whether or not i could do that or whether i've attempted it but i'm saying it so you're describing a system in which water goes in as it comes out yeah and you become just another pipe in the plumbing part of the hole john okay (laughs) let's reference an earlier episode (laughs) jeremy's always trying to find a place to fit in (laughs) yes (laughs) maybe i can be with the ocean (laughs) But only if I can figure this out. I am but a vessel, John. <laughs> I feel like I I would only be able to pee continuously for like five minutes before I would get ocean madness, even if on land. No, okay, no. Honestly, sometimes I'll have to pee so bad, I'll be holding it for a while, uh-huh. and then I go to pee, and I pee for so damn long. Yeah. That I get upset. It's miserable. Yeah. After about like forty five seconds, your body, those muscles are like, are they're tired? They are. They're like, hey, listen, hey man, we're, there's still a lot more coming. We do this in like spurts of like twenty seconds, like four times a day. We are dependent on gravity right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's not pleasant. Also. 
uh, speaking of that, astronauts don't know when to pee when they're in space. Awesome. Hold that thought. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so one example I found is that during the 19th century, um, U.S. Navy members would sometimes have to limit their water consumption because the water they brought with them would go stagnant. Also, a lot of these accounts are from the 19th century. I don't think it, it was particularly awful mm-hmm. it, during that time. It seems to be that's where the records are. Okay. So particularly, this is where like the U.S. and I think the British started getting worried mm. and started actually doing things. To and they like, were like, oh, science is probably a good idea. We should probably do some science a little yeah. more on the whole ocean madness thing. Mm. We're losing a lot of a lot of good men. And we'll admit, it's like a fun aesthetic. You know, <laughs> it adds to the adventure. Yeah. And, you know, they go nuts and they go back to the bar and they talk about all the mermaids and the flying ghost ships they saw. And yes. that really adds to it. Oh, awesome. Um, but the the death rates are outpacing the hiring rates. Hmm. That's always an issue. It's a oh God. Tell me about it. <laughs> Work. <Ugh. laughs> uh, that's just one of the ways they can limit it. Obviously, in times of like crisis or like shipwreck, disaster, stuff like that, water would become more scarce. But it could also just go bad. Mm. Just being on the sea. Um, I found a list of symptoms for dehydration. A lot of them are the ones you're thinking of. Most of them you will identify if you have a conversation with my girlfriend, Lucy. Some of the more serious ones are uh, confusion, dizziness, and fatigue. Oh. I also found that delirium is a source – or sorry, dehydration can be a source of delirium. Oh. Doesn't seem like it might maybe directly causes it, but it like exacerbates it and can like induce it. It doesn't help. It super doesn't help. Yeah. Super duper doesn't help. Now, speaking of delirium – Okay. Um, <laughs> there's. It seems like there's so much shit on the water that can induce, like, hallucination and delirium. Um, on like, the water? Well, just like being out at sea, yeah, 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 it yeah. just like fucks with you really bad. So, like, a lot of optical illusions out there. Kinda? Yes. Okay. Yes. There's one in particular. Um, it's a marine phenomenon called. Uh, I think it's called Feta Morgana. It is almost everyone who stared at the horizon over the ocean has seen this. It is a mirage. That it's like if you ever look on the horizon, you see something that looks like it's floating and it's like warped yeah, yeah, and compressed. Yeah. It's that. Oh. This happens when um, the on the horizon when light is bent as it moves through layers of air at different temperatures. Mm. It like gets hotter the closer it is to the surface of the water, and then gets colder. Right. And this causes the light to actually bend and curve in weird ways and gives this weird perception. Mm. Uh, the name came f- is Italian, and it comes from uh, the sorceress Morgan Le Fay, which is a fucking dope-ass name. Hell yeah. Because uh, the mirages were believed to be fairy castles in the air or false lands created by her witchcraft to lure sailors to their death. Yeah. Checks out. Yeah. Checks I, out. I can't imagine being some poor dude in, like, I don't know, 15, 1600s Italy looking on the horizon and just being like, oh, land, <laughs> flying witch castle. <laughs> it's going to lure me. <laughs> the fact that it's a lure implies that people see it and are like, fuck, we got to check that out. I mean. In a world where I think witch- witchcraft is real. Have you? Okay. Have I got to go look at that. <laughs> have you ever been like canoeing or kayaking? No. Okay. So I've been kayaking and first of all, it's great. But second, like, if you're kayaking on a lake and, like, you're just out there and you see, like, an island, like, off in the distance, you're like, oh, shit, I want to go there. That looks fun. So I totally get the whole, like, hey, look, there's something over there. Let's go check it out. Right. But the difference is it's it's the year of our Lord 2021, <laughs> and we don't see things, and we don't live in a perspective of, like, 
there could be dragons and witches and <laughs> spells and the flying Dutchman out here. We should go peep that shit, right? Yeah. Back then, you anything you see that's not what you vibe with on the daily, you're just like, fuck that. We're not going over there. That's a witch. I know Morgan Le Fay when I see her. That's one of her evil flying fairy castles. You can't get me today, witch. <laughs> hey, yo, dumb bitch. Nice try. Maybe make it something cool like a bar. <laughs> then we'd actually come. Then we'd go. Yeah. Then we'd consider. Stop being lame. We'd ask ca- the captain. <laughs> captain, captain. What? Can we go to the flying bar? No, they'll die. <sighs> you don't let us do anything. They only serve seawater. <laughs> I'm a little parched. I could go for that. <laughs> so the other thing is they change very quickly. Um, they're comprised of several inverted and upright images that are stacked on top of one, an- one another. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they also show altering compressed and stretched zones. So they just take whatever it is and just like fuck it up. Nice. Uh, it can also be responsible for the myth of the Flying Dutchman. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It made it look like an upside down ship cool, on the horizon. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, which I'm sure, like I said, 1800s probably freaked you the fuck That's, out. Yep, that trip. Probably scared the shit out of yeah. you. Um, so another one is called Calentour. This one's quite specific. It's a compulsion to jump into the ocean, and it's due to heat stroke and fever-induced delirium, typically in the tropics. Hmm. Uh, It was commonly described as sailors picturing the sea as a grassy meadow that they felt the urge to jump into. So the delirium would induce that. Wow. Probably because of some longing for land. That is intense. It's it's so hilariously specific, it makes me feel like the brain planned that. Yeah, like there's a fail safe. There's a fail which, safe yeah. where it's like, if I stay on the water too long, I'm just going to trick this idiot into killing I'm himself. I'm just going to create land. What are humans like? Uh, grass, I guess. <laughs> they must. I mean, look. Yeah. <laughs> Place is lousy with it. <laughs> as far as the eye can see. Yeah, they also they think that uh, the forward motion of the ship had something that contributed to this hallucination because it didn't really happen when the ship would be stationary. Hmm. That was a rare event. Um, it also happened often in hot, clear, and calm environments. And it's believed to be one of the reasons that people would just go missing at sea for no reason. Damn, this just sneaks up on you. Yeah, they're just like sitting on the side of the boat looking out, and they're like, that grass looks nice. I'd like to feel it on my feet. Oh, my God. Jump in the water. Never seen it again. Hey, hey another, Cletus, another, you see that grass? Yeah. Another skeleton for the ocean. I want to put my feet through that those blades of grass, bro. Feel the soil, you know? Feels good. Look at this. <laughs> I just want to see where that went. <laughs> down. Yeah. It went down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> also, when some conditions were, like, bad or harsh or not cool, you know, people would resort to drinking seawater and, like, cannibalism or whatever. You know, casually. You know, it happens, man. It happens. Um, in the 19th century, as I mentioned earlier, there's a lot of accounts of, uh, like, sailors and seafarers, particularly higher-ups, mm-hmm. just kind of losing it. Um, they would often attack the crew, jump overboard. Uh, there's frequent stories of captains abandoning their ships, locking themselves up in their cabins, setting fire to the ships, shooting at the crew, and in many instances, shooting themselves. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, surprisingly, that last one is probably the coolest in terms of, like, harm dealt. In re- yeah. Okay. From a crime perspective. From a crime perspective. From a criminal, legal, criminal, what's the word? Criminal justice perspective. Yes. That one's probably the best. Best case scenario for everybody else. For everybody else. Yes. Yes. I mean, locking them up, I guess, too. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
It's bad. I mean, it's bad. It's bad. I don't it's know, all I, bad. I, it's I, all bad. It's all bad. It's yeah. all bad. I'm just saying. Comparatively. I'm just saying, if I was their lawyer. Yeah. That would be probably the one. Best case scenario. That's best case scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, especially if their estate has a little sum put aside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And these are usually the higher ups, so they probably did. Of course. I'm just trying to think of a business perspective. Of, I mean, how else would you think That's about? what I'm saying. Yeah. Right? We got, I mean, I have to make money. That only makes sense. Um, the good news is this hasn't gotten better. Oh. Uh, the, the, the life insurance policies? or <laughs> No, no. Just ocean madness. <laughs> oh. <laughs> ocean madness. Ooh. Yeah. It hasn't gotten much better in modern times. Um, modern sailors still have higher rates of uh, psychiatric illness, neurosis, suicide, and alcohol abuse in the general population, which is a major bummer. Uh, it's not as funny once we bring it into the modern day, right? Okay. Like 18th, 1800s people? Uh, th- th- laugh a minute. Right. Fuck those guys. Yeah. Modern people? Damn. Ooh. Yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah. Uh, and some factors are like working long hours, the pre- <laughs> the threat of piracy. I don't know why that cracks me <laughs> up. Um, limited social interaction and little to no internet access. So there's okay. this isolation. Yeah. A, a, when I joined the military and I was weighing my options, I, I thought, I could choose to live on a boat with, you know, thousands of other people and in close quarters and never see land for a couple months. But why would anyone do yeah. that? It, it, I mean, from like a, a biological perspective, it makes sense. We were built for this. Well, yeah. Like the land. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like prolonged sea exposure to all that stuff, right? Like the weather, the temperature, the lack of land, the isolation, the confinedness of it. Um, just that sensation of, boy, that's it, isn't it? <laughs> For all I can see, that's just it. Uh, I can imagine that would fuck you up, like, yeah, pretty damn good. That'd be kind of gross. Yeah. I don't like that. Another issue that can be blamed on is the fact that uh, the shipping industry is fairly unregulated Uh-oh. still. That's not good. So, like, the long hours and thing is, like, a rampant issue. Mm. You have a lot of very taxing roles put on people, yeah. which sounds miserable. It's not like, oh, it's just going to, like, swim out there or anything. Well, that's, like, the worst part is that it's, like, a miserable – it's not only stuck in the ocean – it's like a shitty job. Yeah. Like, I worked at Starbucks. I can't imagine if I was also lost at sea. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, and I couldn't find much issue on, or much info on this. I can't speak today. Uh, but around, like, 2018, 2019 seemed to be the time, a ship cook and mechanic in Vancouver kind of lost their cool a little bit, Uh-oh. and they had to be tied up because uh, they were threatening their coworkers. Honestly, if I were the one that were tied up, and like the moment it passed, and like we we are looking back on it, I just find that shit hilarious. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so Jeremy, you threatened to kill me. I was like, oh shit, really? That I will say, Jeremy, Hell that would yeah. be a major party fail. <laughs> if I had to subdue you, if I had to physically restrain you, because I was like, yeah, you got ocean madness to try to kill me. I'm not sure I would supersede the humor in that. That shit would have been funny. I, I it depends on the <laughs> situation. How so? Hmm? How so? Oh, oh, I, I mean, like it's kind of like when you get drunk and you don't remember what you did, and your friends tell you, like, "Hey, man, you were just like fucking crazy last night." I was like, "Oh, really? What did I do?" And, and that's, like, that's funny. To it's, you? it's funny because like I never get to like not experience what I do. So when I hear stories about myself that I did like that I didn't experience or remember, it's like it's it's a story I get to hear about myself that like I wasn't there for. That's a unique experience. You were, what you're describing is like a horrific experience, though, <laughs> in which you went on autopilot and had no say in it, but all those actions you're still responsible for? Am I responsible for them? Yeah, super are. Legally? Yeah. Like, I don't have an alibi. Legally, for like, socially. Is Ocean Madness a legal alibi? I don't know. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Because I will argue that. Uh, I, no, I couldn't find any nautical court records. <laughs> but that's not the point, Trials Jeremy. Trials at sea. If you get blackout drunk, <laughs> you are super responsible for the stuff you do, and I think you know that. Okay, yes. <laughs> yes, I get it. It's still fun to hear about it. Oh my though. god! Every time that's ever happened to me, even when I'm like, I've only, I've only managed to, to like turn off the whole brain once, <laughs> and it sucked. <laughs> and I woke up at four a.m. on a couch, and I don't know how I got there because I lost consciousness outside the bar. Oh yes. So no, Jeremy, that sucks. <laughs> yes. That's such a good story, though. It was a terrible experience. Great story. I can get stories elsewhere, Jeremy. <laughs> They're not as good. I can read stuff on Reddit and pretend like it happened to me That's if I need a good story. Lying. Well, motherfucker, we do what we do. <laughs> you know? <laughs> this has all been a sham. <laughs> I'm not a real sheriff. The podcast is a lie. I'm not a sheriff. Everything you've heard on this show has been false. We just make it up. The sources fabricated. Sounds pretty good though, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean it's a pretty good lie. <laughs> pretty plausible. So I, I reading this, I became very concerned. Mm-hmm. And so Jeremy, I want to double check and make sure you don't have ocean madness. Good luck. So I've set up some tests. I'm gonna play some audio. Uh oh. Just imagine it there. Also, I need you to drink a little bit of this and stare at that uh, that painting. Of, 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 the of the ocean? The, yeah, there's a painting of the ocean next to us. It comes up a lot. I need you to take a, of some deep swigs of that and look at that painting. This is salt water. It's just it? water. Just drink it. Oh, fuck. That's salt water. Okay. Well, the salinity of the ocean is 35 parts per billion, which is roughly 3.5%. So I eyeballed it. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, keep drinking, keep looking. I'm going to ask you some questions. Um, I already have to pee. How much fresh water do you consume on a regular basis, Jeremy? I actually, recently I've been drinking a lot of water, so I drink like a... Wait, I have my bottle right here. I drink usually uh, two bottles. Now, like, you, you um, do know that no one can see that. No, right? yeah, I'm about to read the measurements. <laughs> um, I, I have a 24-ounce bottle. Oh, sorry, 32-ounce bottle, and I usually drink two of them a day. Okay. So, uh, put that down before. as moderate. Moderate? Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you live in a confined space? I stay in my room a lot, yes. Okay, so that's a yes. Okay, so I uh, keep sipping the salt Yeah, water. keep sipping that water. Okay. Um, what does this portrait of the ocean make you feel, Jeremy? Despair. Okay, okay. And have you ever fantasized about setting fire to your ship to finally free yourself of your miserable job aboard the SS Mary Sue, whose primary role is to deliver spices and alcohol to the new world and bring home a wonderful assortment of furs and metals? Okay, so one time we were playing Sea of Thieves, and we set somebody else's boat on fire, and I did enjoy a, a bit of that. And I, it wasn't just that it was the other person's boat, but it was the enjoyment that the boat was on fire and I was on it. So, yes. Okay. Um, and have you ever mistaken water for dry land, more specifically, a lovely field of grass? Yes. Okay. And what are your thoughts about the she-devil sorceress, Morgan Le Fay? I love her. I want to go meet her. All right. So, bad news, everyone. I think Jeremy has ocean madness. Uh, Other bad news, I'm pretty sure I induced it. Sounds of the waves, the gulls, the salt water. Um, that part's super not a goof. I, Jeremy is drinking salt I, water right I now. I really am drinking salt water. Like, I... <laughs> <laughs> That's me blowing bubbles in it. And it's and I and I sampled to make sure it was the right salinity. <laughs> yeah. 
It's bad. It's so bad. It sucks. I, I was having enjoying a nice Belgian white before, <laughs> <laughs> before I sipped the salty ass water. Um, and now I feel a little unhinged. It's bad enough that I can't imagine that a sailor, 1800s or otherwise, when dehydrated, would sip that and think, this'll help. <laughs> it tastes like it tastes like medical problems. It tastes like it hurts. It does! Yeah. The second it hits your tongue, oh, everything man. in your body's like, nope, none of that, please. Well, the beer tastes so much better now. See, I've helped you. Thank you, John. Yes, for making exactly. beer better. Now let's let's for your that's my question, Jeremy. So for your question, let's go back inside off of our patio that is on the ocean. Um, Let me puke up this salt water yep, real quick. Yeah, go nuts, man. All right, we'll be right back, guys. Mm-hmm. And we're back. Um, I have recovered from my ocean badness partially hypothetically mm-hmm. um but it's time for my question john oh, okay. all right it's from jacob h dear boys on the case full title sometimes i get these dumbass songs oh, stuck in my head why are some songs so catchy and why do they get stuck in my head also what's the best way to get a song out of my head thanks in advance jacob h uh blunt force trauma i would assume okay yes just a good just a good wash that, that wasn't in my notes but yeah, that'll, yeah, that'll probably do it. Um, that'll fix about it. Amnesia? That'll also do Getting it. Getting blackout drunk. Um, Tying it back perhaps, in. Perhaps, yeah. Oh, well, suddenly Jeremy's all hesitant. Ocean Madness. Ocean Madness. <laughs> Although that might take the song in a different direction in your head. Uh, yeah, I'll turn sea shanties. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so when, when a song oh, wait, gets... wait, sea shanties. That's another ocean one we yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're right. Jesus. Yeah. Okay, so when a song gets stuck in your head, it's known as an earworm. Uh, the term is directly translated from the German word "ovworm," which in ancient times were bugs that were dried out and grounded into a mixture that treated ear diseases. Okay, that's not as bad as I yeah. was kind of fearing. Yeah. Um, other terms for earworms include brainworm, sticky music. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. Not a single motherfucker out here saying sticky music. Not a single goddamn one. It's sticky, Joe. That's sticky that music. That sucks. <laughs> Other terms include stuck song st- syndrome, the Piper's maggot, and enemy, I-N-M-I, uh, involuntary musical imagery. Okay. Uh, so what you're saying is there's like one or two good words for it, yes. and then a bunch of duds. We're going to call it earworms. Okay. Uh, many sources describe earworms as a, quote, mental itch that can only be scratched by actually listening to the song in question. <laughs> <laughs> My brain's so itchy. <laughs> um, earworms can be partially attributed to the uh, zyg. Oh, man, I practiced this. man. Okay, if you are a veteran listener of this podcast, you know I am bad with words. None of are... us are good at saying <laughs> these like complicated ones. Yeah, it's Four a... syllables plus, and it just doesn't work. Uh, the Zygarnik. Z- Zygarnik, yeah. Zygarnik? Zygarnik. It's Zygarnik. A, yeah, the Zygarnik effect, which is named after a Soviet psychologist. Uh, you're more likely to remember the information you were interrupted. Yeah, sorry, I typed a bad sentence. Basically, That's shocking. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, you're more likely to remember information during a task once you've been interrupted rather than remembering the information once you've completed the task. 
So uh, okay, for your brain example, like wants to complete it. Yeah. So basically, like think of it this way: when a when a waiter comes up and takes your order, um, if they take your order and then like on the way back to like the station where they put in the order in, uh, if they get interrupted by something, they'll be more likely to remember the order in its entirety more than if they had already submitted the order. Hmm. Okay. That's they, interesting. Yeah. That's probably the opposite of what most people would assume. Yeah. So the brain essentially dumps out the information upon completion, but continues to hold on to it in the event of a disruption. Yes. Um, the th- uh, so the theory is your brain can consider the earworm to be an unfinished task and is working to remember it in order to complete it. Um, turns out researchers at St. Andrews University in the United Kingdom created a formula for earworms. Um, and this is a long formula, so bear with me. Okay, so the first term is receptiveness. Uh, well, let me go over the full uh, formula first. Oh, Jesus. I am already <laughs> spacing. I can feel it. <laughs> okay, so it is receptiveness plus, in parentheses, predictability minus surprise. And then that plus melodic potency plus rhythmic repetition times 1.5, yeah, equals the value of the earworm. But we're going to break this down. And does it need to be high or low? I'm assuming high, but we'll get to that. Oh, we'll so get you to don't that. know. There, there was it's a lot of inconclusive mm, shit. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> I couldn't find out how they qual- quantified any of these terms, but we're gonna break them down individually to to make sense of it. Okay. So re- receptiveness. This is the ability to receive, comprehend, be sensitive to, and have a working knowledge of musical concepts. Uh, and popular pop music excels at this for being widely applicable. So, like, love songs, like yes. uh, rap music in general, um, these are meant to be widely acceptable to a wide range of an audience. Very, so that like, way palatable. People, yeah. It's not complex. Mm-hmm. Um, predictability, quote, simply means that someone can tell what's going to happen next. That's not good if it happens all the time in your song. But a good dose of predictability mixed in with the innovative ideas of your song may be just the right mix to pull in the listener in a big way. So is kind of like the idea of like you know roughly when the bridge is going to come in? Yeah. Yeah, like it, you, it you, follows a structure. You like that. Right. Okay. And this plays into the next term, surprise, where a certain degree is needed to de- delightly, eh, delightfully surprise a listener, but not to the point where they become lost. <laughs> I would probably... <laughs> they become lost. Yeah, I'd probably attribute that to like Childish Gambino's latest album. Because a, yes. a lot of people didn't vibe with it. No, that they, makes they me did sad. not. For anyone who knows, it, the album cover is blank, and it has no music titles. It's just timestamps. It's just timestamps. Yeah. That correlates to roughly where you should be mm-hmm. by the time you hear this, and it has to be played in order. Yeah. Um, And the message is unclear. <laughs> 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 it's not quite obvious what it is he's thinking about. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Melodic potency. This, is, this one was a little harder to pin down. Um, I'm going to personally define it as the clarity of the main melody. So pop songs heavily rely on melody to distinguish it from other songs. In modern pop music, this tends to be in the lyrics, whereas in the past it would be more dependent on instrumentation, mainly because of like the uh, oops, mainly because of the like d- the progression from classical music to modern music. So there's an emphasis on on voice. Yes. Now on ta- nowadays on words. Yes. Of course, this isn't absolute, but pop music has shifted towards the influence of rap, therefore creating a larger dependency on lyrical uniqueness. And I said that, I wrote that down without, like, backing that up, but then I happened to come across evidence for that very claim. A group of biologists and psychologists worked together on an evolutionary study of music 
and found that in 1991, rap became the most influential, quote-unquote, mutation in popular music. So what they did, they basically studied the, like, genres of music as, like, a biology yeah. kind of evolution. So, like... Don't you mean the genders of music? Not even genders. Like, like each genre of music was, like, a different species. No, I think the word's genders. Genders? Genders of music. Like, the gender of rap. I, well, considering there's more than two of them, then, yeah. Jeremy, as a person who does music and, like, made the music for the show, it's kind of embarrassing that you've been saying it wrong the whole time. What are you... What are you talking you've been about? Saying, you've been saying genres. Yeah. It's called the genders. Okay, either I have ocean madness or you have ocean no, madness. No, no, it's the word. Genders? Genders. Gender, there's there's the, no D. The gender of rap. There's no D, John. I'm not pronouncing a D. What are you saying? Gender. Genre. Gender. Genre. The gender of rap. The genre of rap. I just can't be right. I mean, usually I can't be right. You have a better record than I do. Sure. I'm just a little upset. Why? Because I'm... Because this is embarrassing for you to find this out on the show that we're going to put out. I mean, I can always edit it out. I can also reference it frequently. (laughs) You'll never let me live it down. No. That's wonderful. Anyways, keep going. Okay. (laughs) So the next term, rhythmic repetition. Quote, the melodic equivalent of a steady drum beat and... uh, uh, Sorry. (laughs) I'm going to cut that out. (laughs) <laughs> I was gonna make a joke about you reading a bunch of quotes, and now I think the joke is about how you keep fucking up the quotes. You fed me salt water, John. <laughs> Not enough to actually fuck you up. I drank too much. I looked into it. You should be fine. I don't know, John. I'm a small be, boy, John. Fine, I am man. a small boy. You didn't drink that much. Oh. It's not that salient. Are you sure? I mean, I eyeballed Take it. a swig. All right. I'll take, take a swig. swig. <laughs> I'll take a swig. I'll take a swig, Jeremy. A really good a real good sip. Wow, that's <laughs> bad. Whoa, that's terrible. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm. Oh, it like lives in your mouth. It do. It really do. <laughs> wow, it like it like puts it down the lease or some <laughs> shit. Since we're on a level playing field now, rhythmic repetition, uh, quote, the melodic equivalent of a steady drum beat serves as an identifying factor for listeners, end quote. Uh, Basically, the amount of repetition in a song can make or break its catchiness, as too much repetition can ruin it for most listeners. So all of this, all those terms we just went over, multiplied by 1.5 for some reason I couldn't find. (laughs) That's great research. For science. That's yeah. great research. No, I literally could not find it um, because I went to the university's website, the, the university that published the study. The University of Music? No. <laughs> music U? Music U, M-U. <laughs> um, and the the section they had for this uh, study mm-hmm. just linked you back to the article where I found <laughs> shit at. Maybe they don't know. I guess not. And they're trying to cover up. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, but all that times 1.5 equals the earworm value. Okay. And the e- okay, so all I of this. I assume it's supposed to be high. Yes. Okay, so all of these uh, numerical values that you would assign to each term, it's completely subjective. It's going to, de- uh, to differ between person to person. Yeah. Right. 
So the higher the value, the more catchy it is, the that, more likely it, it's going to be stuck in your head. Yes. Yeah. Um, but St. Andrews University took it upon themselves to rank the top 20 catchiest songs of all time, but I'm only going to list the top 10. Okay. Before that, John, do you have a song that gets no. stuck in your head constantly? Oh, I thought you were going to try to get me to guess it. No, and no, I no, was no. like, I'm at such a diminished mental capacity. <laughs> I can't. Because of the salt water. I, no, I just... <laughs> I'm just diminished, man. I don't know. It's a Sunday. I'm not. It's the Lord's day. I'm supposed to rest. Y'all got me out here doing this there shit. There is no rest, John. Apparently, not on the sea, not on the ocean. Also, we're we're broadcasting this from a boat right now. Oh my god, I didn't even realize. That's horrific. Yeah, because you can see grass. <laughs> I thought it was an awfully large meadow, but like I don't know. Um, a song that gets stuck. In, I don't know the name of the song, but the Dua Lipa song. Dua Lipa? Uh, sure. <laughs> I've heard it both ways. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know the title of it. I, I mean, she has songs. It's the, the really popular TikTok one. Oh, man. I get, I get Dua Lipa's music mixed with Doja Cat's music because they both are featured. Oh, my God. They might as well be the same person, right? <laughs> From someone who doesn't actively listen to their yeah, shit. Yeah, I, I only hear might through memes. Might as well memes. be the same dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, but um, the top ten catchiest songs of all time according to st andrews university we're gonna start at 10 going okay. up uh who let the dogs out by baja Man. excellent jingle Good bells choice. traditional that Christmas. one sucks yeah uh living on a prayer by bon jovi oh at at number eight okay uh the final countdown by europe Bo- bohemian rhapsody by queen excellent ymca by the village people eh. i'm gonna be parentheses 500 miles by the proclaimers oh wow that one I've had moments in which I would rather be suffocated to death than to have to hear that song in my head anymore. <laughs> that's uh, that's number four. Uh, number three, We Are the Champions by Queen. Okay. That's their second um, good th- for Queen. thing on the, on good the list. Good for Queen. Yeah, they're good. Uh, number two, Happy by Pharrell, a recent entry. Okay, I can see yeah. that. Number one, Queen again with We Will Rock You. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah, a lot of it has to do with... Uh, well, with we we will rock you specifically because it's like the the boom boom clap. Yeah, I was beat. gonna say it's it, when you associate either visual or physical stimuli to the sound, right. it makes it way easier. And you can to literally do the instrumentals for most of that song exactly. on your own body. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Jacob H, you also ask, what's the best way to get songs out of your head? I thought we addressed that. We did not. Okay. Well, we did. We touched on it, yeah. but there's more. According to the University of Reading, this is also in the UK. <laughs> Reading? <laughs> yeah. Well, these are motherfuckers who came up with it. <laughs> yeah. It's like talking, but later, and to someone you're not there with. <laughs> we think it's going to be big. It's time space shit you wouldn't understand. <laughs> We're investing a lot. What's going kind of, Is it reading, like, like read a book? Reading, yes. I didn't know if it was like some fucked up British thing where it's like W E I. am. I'm willing to bet that reading is a location. In, in the UK. That's still fucking hilarious. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so according to the University of Reading, studies have shown <laughs> that chewing gum can reduce the effect of earworms. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just that feeling. According to the University of Doing Math.
I've learned that when I write <laughs> jokes in my notes, they never <laughs> land. But when I just include just facts, they kill John the most. That's, see, that's improv, Jeremy. That's the point of it. That's like what it does. I don't understand. <laughs> it's just such a silly name. This is an educational institution, John. <laughs> they do important work. Yeah, I mentioned they read a lot. They got there's a lot of books. You think people go in? It's like, oh wow, a lot of books, and they're like, I mean, oh, is this the campus library? No, no. this is campus. This is the cafeteria. <laughs> well, so, what are you thinking about applying for? I was thinking about like applied mathematics. Whole room goes silent. <laughs> Oh, no. It was already silent because they were reading, John. <laughs> but they all the books closed. Yeah. <laughs> There's that brief second where the bookmark goes in and then the, like, <laughs> yeah, but the whole room. Oh, no. That's a scary sound. Did I say something wrong? <laughs> we don't do that here. They don't even write there. <laughs> They we, only read. If only we could harness the power of creating these books. <laughs> no, we are mere consumers. <laughs> now, the uh, University of Using Pens. Oh, they think they're so good. <laughs> but without us, how would they know what's on the page? Exactly. They don't read there. They only write. They need us. Well, the, the the British education system, I've always heard good things, but I'm not impressed from what I'm hearing. You got to go to both schools. That sucks, man. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Okay, so according to the University of Reading, I shouldn't have said that again. <laughs> studies have shown that chewing gum can reduce the effect of earworms. Quote, previous research has found that mouthing something to yourself or... Even just moving your jaw around interferes with both short-term memory and imaging sounds. It, so you just distract the brain? Yes. Uh, this study, however, is the first to examine what effect chewing gum has on earworms. Um, other articles claim that simply listening to the song in its entirety or even with the lyrics in front of you will help unstick the song from your head. Hmm. Um, others suggest that you just listen to another song. Easy, GG. Um, but... <laughs> Overall, the overall <laughs> consensus is that distracting yourself with tasks that require a high level of focus will often help the most, mm. like a puzzle. Gotcha. Word puzzles specifically help word the most. puzzles. Yeah. But yeah, that's how you get them out of your head. Chew some gun, gum, do a word puzzle, uh, listen to other music, stupid. And uh, <laughs> oh, Wow, Jeremy. Yeah. Way, to, way to dunk on the listener at the end there. Yeah, he deserves it. Whoa. Yeah. I don't know about that. I mean, I know for sure at least one or two people's heard the show that I would not agree with them on like a personal basis. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just, I mean, surely, surely someone has listened to it and then said something that I would have been like, whoa. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But we don't know it's this person. What is it? Josh? Jacob. Jacob. Yeah. yeah we don't know that Jacob is bad. We don't. Yeah. But I'm going to go out on a hunch. Why? And if I'm if my hunch is wrong, uh-huh. I can blame it on ocean madness. So as you described me earlier today as the show's legal department, yes, yeah. say the boys at legal are telling me that that's a that's a bad look, <laughs> and you probably shouldn't. Jacob, I'm sure you're fine. You're fine. You know, so be good. Well, we're not gonna act like. And that. also, and also, are you really gonna take that from Jeremy? <laughs> 
<laughs> don't worry. Listen, it's me, John. You're good. Don't fucking Take worry. Take me about. to court, bitch. Don't fucking worry. Nah, don't listen. Yeah. Listen. He's just posturing. I'll fight you on he's the just, pod. He, no, he wouldn't. Send your voice, bitch. He fights me every week, and it's it's <laughs> pathetic. So, like, I wouldn't be too worried. Huh. Well, there you go, Jacob. That's yeah. your answer. Well, good um, job, Jeremy. Thanks, John. As, uh, I, this would be the time in which I would normally be worried about losing my, my coveted big badge I that mean, I'm holding right I now. I mean, we could settle it over, like, a an audi- audible game of uh, fucking... Rock, paper, scissors. No, no. I I honestly shudder at the thought of what might happen to this department if I was not lead investigator. Are you Are you sure? Yeah. I mean, I feel like I've done some good investigating. Um, the, honestly, the the rate at which you accepted drinking salt water was so comedically fast um, Look, that I fear for you in leadership. I'm a good friend, John. Okay. And I just wanted to help you What, do you out. have an equation for that, too? I do. It's, what is it? It's a willingness to help a friend out plus John times 1.5 equals lead investigator. Seems like, a, seems like a bad equation and also feels like it kind of well, changed. Tones. Well, my friends at university for calculations helped me out with it. That's just the university of doing math, Jeremy. <laughs> I see what you're trying to do, but that's the same school. I know they try to rebrand in different regions, but I'm hip to it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, nice try, though. I'm sorry. Now, the University of Badge Giving. Yeah, also located in the UK. Also located in the UK. What What are they fucking up to, huh? Um, They were really staunch opposers of Brexit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of weird. <laughs> Seemed out of character. <laughs> All right, well, you did it. You got to the end of the show. So proud of you. So proud of you, yeah. the listener. Yeah, good job. Oh, except for Jacob, apparently. Yeah, Jesus Christ, idiot. Jeremy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, Jeremy, you can do the outro then, since you want to be so caustic. All right, Jacob, I'm going to say it slow for you this time. Oh, my time. God. <laughs> Don't punish me, too. Just do it. Okay, so if you got a question for the boys, you're going to send it to us at boysonthecase at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Now, we also have our website, anchor.fm slash boysonthecase. Oh, our website. It's a, where our podcast is hosted, yes. anchor.fm slash boys on the case. Uh, you can go there and find all of our episodes and where we're streaming at on all platforms. But also there's a message button there you can click and send in your voice. And I would really love if you did that. So please send in your lovely voice. Um, other than that, uh, do we have anybody to thank, John, this week? Uh, the kissable Jason Faust. Wow. Yeah. Is that his full name? Um... He has a middle name. I don't know if I know it. Oh, my God. You're a bad friend. No, it's just how we are. <laughs> He's probably never even considered my middle He's name. He's kissable, but I don't want to know his middle name. I didn't say I didn't want to know. I just said. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to know? Yeah, that's his That's his, That's his. his name. Yeah. Okay. All right. The kissable Jason Faust. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your disclaimer. Uh, well, that was Boys on the Case. We'll be back next week with a with a guest, hopefully. But if not, it's not our fault, as usual. Um, <laughs> yeah, nothing's our fault. <laughs> yeah, we're not bad people. <laughs> we don't make our friends drink salt water. But we just can't schedule. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we have a podcast and they have jobs. Great podcast, terrible host. It's your boy, Deputy Karaoke, signing off. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>